It is time, it is time for the Auto Show right here on 97.3 CTFM. Good afternoon to you, wherever you may find yourself. <laughs> I need to check my tires and my brakes, man. They may have started here. But yes, this is the one show that brings you the conversation that you so look forward to. And it's right here from now till 5 p.m. The Auto Show is proudly sponsored by Total Quads. Keep your engine younger for longer. And yes, from now till 5 p.m., we're going to be recapping, like I said, a lot of the things we've done this season. We've done a lot this season that we're going to be recapping. Last week, we were talking about the air-conditioned system, and uh, I learned a lot about the new systems. So this now it's not even air conditioning, it's climate control systems, like climate control systems. So near air conditional. So if you are still using air conditioning, <laughs> sell your car. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna continue that conversation for just a little bit and we're gonna link it to a car's cooling system. Like I said, we are recapping and a lot of the things we're gonna be doing uh from now till the season ends will be centered around the most important things that we have covered this season, especially with regards to the fact that Christmas is just around the corner. There's going to be a lot of driving, a lot of traffic issues. You don't want to be caught in traffic or somewhere far away from home or far away from help with, for example, out of a heating engine or something. So yeah, today we're going to do or continue a bit of, you know, where the air condition left off, go through some of your emails that came in. And then we're going to jump into our car's cooling system. So, yeah, we are ready to rumble right here and now on the Auto Show. And I'm going to be in the studio with engineer Jacob Mensah of Brian's Toyota. Hey, he's got the 411 and he's ready to go as well. So let's begin the show right after this. Hey, Charlie, check this. <laughs> the sound of this engine, music to my ears. I tell you. <laughs> but you check your engine oil. Uh, I always they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. 
Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember. Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20. It ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. The Quartz Nation movement too. Mr. Mane, Rogozon, and Bobo Nyele all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Massa, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total Quartz. Keep your engine younger for longer. Can't touch it. And yes, you cannot beat that. Yeah, it's right here. We're ready to rumble. We're ready to go. And uh, engineer is ready as well. Yes, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, last week we had a conversation about uh, air conditioning system and uh, we did cover a lot mm. and learned a lot. There were some emails that came in. I'm going to go through a bit of those and then we're going to recap what we did last week and then we're going to start this week's conversation. Remember that you can text in the show on 0549-986-996. That is our text number. If you have any issues with your car, remember as well that we're going to open the phone lines for you to call in when the time is due. So if you have any issues and you want to call in, you're driving, you cannot text, you can call and explain to us or express yourself much better. And we'll find solutions for you. Remember, we don't solve problems here. We just give possible solutions that make it easy for you to solve your problems with your mechanics, buying the right parts and all that. So let's go into the messages that we received last week and uh, a bit of this week as well. This one says, hello, I have a Kia Fort uh, 2010. The AC doesn't chill well when you put it on and you hear a knocking sound at the compressor area. What could it be? Yeah, uh, I don't know the sound, but uh, my suspicion is that you could be hearing some. The knocking sound is more likely to be engaging and disengaging of the clutch system on the compressor. When you put on the air conditioner or you put on a switch, the compressor must be engaged. That is, the pulley on the compressor, which is being turned by, uh, the, by the belt, should couple itself and turn the shaft on the compressor. So the compressor will start working and pump the, or compress and then discharge the refrigerant through the system. If that coupling mechanism, there's a problem that the coupling mechanism is not working well, they could, it could be having that sound. It could be electrical. That it, can, it could be a, a relay problem. It could be anything. So the best option is to have a technician to have a look at it and have a feel of it. Actually see what is happening. You can have the compressor come on and go off, come on and go off when there's an electrical issue there. So you should, you should let the uh, AC mechanic have a look at it and then help him out. That's my suspicion. Okay. Uh, Giselle Partington says that my AC is temperamental. Sometimes it chills so nicely, but most times it blows warm warm to very hot air especially this happens in the afternoon my mechanic took it uh, somewhere and the ac expert in quote said that the gas was finished he showed the gas but the problem was not resolved he took the car back and the ac expert again says that now the fault is from the compressor he claims a brand new compressor is 600 ghana cities i drive a hyundai elantra 2012. i guess my questions are what could be the reason that is happening or 
what's what's the problem with my AC and is the compressor price mentioned trustworthy? Well, for prices, I cannot talk about prices because it depends on where you buy it from yeah. and who is selling. But for the for the problem that he has, the AC the AC is not working. Yeah. Initially, they top out the gas. It is still not working. If the compressor is not coming on, the AC will not work. If, if, if the compressor is not coming on, it means that you don't have current going to your compressor. So you should look at that one. If the compressor itself has lost its uh, efficiency, it's not able to discharge or compress and discharge the refrigerant very well, then the AC system will also not work. So uh, what I advise is that you should let them have a look at it properly. Sometimes uh, there could even be a leakage on the line. Because if the amount topped up, really, that means there could have been a leakage on the line. Sometimes, if you have a, a severe leakage on the line, you can even have a debt going into the system and, and, and blocking it up. So, if you have somebody else to have a look at it again, to check whether the current is coming on the compressor, whether the compressor is turning all right, if the expansion valve is working all right, and even if the idling speed is also correct. Even this condenser can also be a problem. If the condenser is also blocked outside, they cannot cool. This cooling system can also play a role. If the cooling fan is also not able to blow, you can still have hot air. So I would advise him that he, should, he can get a second opinion, somewhere to re-examine the system, and I also advise him. Thank you. All right. And uh, this one says, I had uh, my Kia Sportage 1998 AC disconnect with the motor routes. For now, I want to fix it back. Can I use the same motor, which is about 21 years old? Well, if the motor is in good shape, why not? You yeah. know, we're talking about uh, motors the compressor. and I'm compressor. I'm sure the compressor is talking about. Yes, sizes yes. and... Yes, but I say the same. It means that the same assumption is that he's talking about the original one. Yes. That it has. It, he said he was disconnected. I don't know why they disconnected it. If they examine it and still in good shape, it can be used. But the best thing is to actually examine it, let somebody check it for you and see whether it's in good shape. Because 21 years is quite a long time. Quite a long time. It's quite a long time. It may not be working, especially when it has been disconnected for a long time. Yeah. So check it. If it's in good shape, it can be used. Why not? If it's not in good shape, you have to replace it. Go ahead and replace it. But make sure you get a, 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 the, the, the right replacement. All right. And the final one, which doesn't have anything to do with uh, air conditioning, says I have a Mazda 6 2008 model. I wanted to know if it was wise to change it to a push-to-start ignition. Push-to-start ignition? <laughs> you can superimpose it. Why not? If you want to superimpose it, and make a little more money, it can be done. Just make sure it's done properly, so they don't tap wires anyhow. That's it. It can be done. Because now the systems are they can buy them and superimpose them. Take out the ignition switch, and then you press push it and it's the same system so it can be done yes it can be done yes <laughs> you make your car push to start make sure they do it well otherwise you'll be, you'll, well. Be, you'll be pushing it literally to start <laughs> <laughs> yes okay so yeah so those are our emails that came in if you have any questions kindly send your questions to 0549-986-996 and uh, a quick recap of what we did last week and then continue into our car's cooling system and what it's about and what we need to know to keep our cars working at optimal um, coolness to avoid any overheating. Okay. Well, last week, uh, we spoke about the air conditioning system. We said that night has been upgraded. But the basic thing is still the basic thing. I mentioned that the air conditioning system is basically, you had a compressor, mm -hmm. 
you had the expansion valve, you had the condenser, you had the evaporator. Those things are basic and they are still what is functioning in the cars. Except that there have been add-ons. Electronics have come in. Instead of having the old uh, expansion valve, now we have uh, valves with electrical connections. The idea is that the engineers want the car AC system to be more efficient. Efficiency means that you should have the cooling as you want it and also not consume too much fuel. So the idea is to be able to monitor the system, monitor the inside of the car to make sure it's cooling properly and then give this feedback to the control, control system to take out the rest. So now we have add-ons so that actually there are sensors on the dashboard we can actually even take in the can even measure the outside temperature. So the modern cars, when you sit in, you can see the outside temperature on the dashboard. Then you know how you want to set your conditioner to know the gap that you are going to cool it from. It is there. All these ones come in. So you have sensors there. You have the switch. As soon as you put on the air conditioner, the whole air conditioner is on both the front and the back. So the air conditioners in the cars, you can actually have only that you can sit at the back and have a different temperature at the back. If at the front, you choose. That's the climate control. The climate in the car, you choose how you want it to, to be. Then the system takes over and controls it for you. So basically, that's it. So there are sensors now. It means that if you are doing a diagnosis or there's a fault, the electrician, uh, the, uh, the technician should be able to identify why the fault is to do the basic components, as I mentioned earlier, or the add-ons. Without that, it will be very expensive and very difficult to diagnose and repair. So please be careful who analyzes the system and then who repairs it for you. So don't jump in the conclusions. Every time when you have a problem, see a technician who have a feel of the problem and then go through it and solve it for you. So now we have sensors, we have computers on the cars. We are, I mean, this, this, so we have sensors and computers working. Sensors are so, even the, as you put on the air conditioner, the temperature within the car is sent to the con, uh, control system, which knows. So sometimes you can be driving. Your compressor can be off, but you still have a lot of cooling inside because the car can choose at some point and then make sure the compressor is off. And because the inside is still cold, you don't need to use the compressor to burn the fuel. Then after some time, when the temperature inside uh, rises again, it becomes a little hotter, then the system comes on board again. So the system is now automated. Once you put it on, it takes care of it. You can set it on your own, then it decides to, it gives you what you want. So that is basically what has been added on. It's more efficient, and then, uh, 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 I mean, you, you have a better condition in the car. We are saying that we want you to be comfortable in the car. That's the, best, the first thing. Now, the modern ones, we have a lot of, uh, we, have, we have filters there. That doesn't allow the outside air dirt to come to the car, right? We're also saying that once you, up, once you can only use the conditioner with the glasses rolled up, then it becomes a security feature. Yeah. When you're driving, you have your, your glasses up, your windows locked. You're in traffic, nobody can put his hand through the window and take something from your car. Mm-hmm. You have to break the glass. So we said that we can a security feature, sort of. And then number also, when you are driving and you roll up your glasses, you have more of a better aerodynamic around the car. Yeah. So you're able to cut through wind. The, the wind better. Yeah. So these are some of the things. But the basic thing is still there. You still need a refrigerant. You need a system to be airtight. We said that sometimes... After maybe within a year, you have to check the levels and see. The levels naturally will drop a little. 
but they continue dropping too much, then you, you have to look out for leakage. It can be leaking at the joint. There are joints where the, uh, the, the hoses join the compressor. There's a joint there. The joints have got seized there. The seals once a while, they go bad. When the system gets hot, it gets cold, hot, cold, so the seal also loses texture. After some time, it becomes too hard, it gives way. So these are some of the things. So once a while, check the gas in the system. Let them use uh, water to clean the front of the condenser. So, so that in case there's any debris on it, because there's there's dirt on the compress on the on the condenser, it becomes less efficient. So the system may not work well. So once in a while, use water to 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 brush it off. But don't use water under too high pressure. Sometimes you go to the uh, washing bay, they are washing. The pressure is so high, they want to run the pressure on the on on the condenser and then the and then the evaporator. Because it's some, not the best. Some, it yeah, can some destroy. of them are not even aware. Yeah, it can, it can destroy because on the condenser evaporator. You want to call the core and they have the cooling fins. You see that if you look ahead of in front of you, you see I see I see there are some solid lines going th- going up and down mm-hmm. or left to right. And there's just some small you see some tiny uh, wavy thing in between. Mm-hmm. That wavy thing is the cooling fin. It's very so like that. That's where the heat dissipated from. So if you have too much air, uh, compressed water with high pressure and then you hit it on the surface of the uh, uh, radiator or the condenser, the, those cooling fins become flat, and they you don't have it doesn't allow the air to go. To, it kind of blocks because it becomes flat. It blocks the, the surface. Yeah. They don't have enough air going through, but you need the air to cut to go through that cooling fin to, to take over the heat and take it away. Other than that, you you you, you do so, so be very careful when you go to washing me. All right. Um, I'm going to go through some of your messages and <laughs> even open the phone lines. It, it, it might be uh, an open garage. Okay. And we, I don't know if we're going to start even with the cooling system or perhaps even talk about it next week. But let's see. Let's see. Let me just go through some of your messages and open the phone lines for you too. Because it's it's looking like even the recap from what we did last week plus your questions that came in, it's enough for... <laughs> Uh, another conversation or continuation. However, Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers. Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, that is the Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil, specially formulated with age resistance technology for the latest generation engines that require 0W20 or a viscosity grade in its class. Total Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20 reduces your fuel consumption, increases your oil change interval, ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness, and of course protects emission control systems and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Quartz 9000 Future GF5 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz Engine Oil, keep your engine younger for longer. Some questions have come in. This one says, Hi, I drive a 2012 Highlander. My mechanic took off one of uh, the thermostats and uh, says that it creates overheating. Since then, the check engine signal has been on all through. What do you suggest? How do I clear the check engine light? Eric from Town. Uh, Eric, I'm sorry your mechanic didn't do you good. You need thermostats in the cars. Thermostats don't cause overheating. What is happening is this. In these modern days, as soon as you start, you want to move. The engine works better when it attains a particular temperature. 
between 80 degrees or 100 degrees Celsius, it works better there. So what the thermostat does is that when you start the car from cold, the thermostat kind of blocks the flow of the coolant from the engine to the radiator so that you have the coolant circulating within the engine itself to cause it to warm up quickly. When that warming up is done, the thermostat now blocks another way and allows the coolant to now go to the radiator to cool. So what the guy has done, once you are taking out the thermostat, it means that your engine is not going to attain the temperature it's supposed to attain at the time it's supposed to attain it. What it means is that when you start the car, the engine doesn't warm up quickly. Meanwhile, there's a coolant temperature sensor on the engine, which is supposed to monitor the engine temperature and then send it to a control board to take care of the fuel consumption. So what it means is that now currently, if you start to engine from cold, you are likely to burn more fuel than it's supposed to burn because you are not attaining the temperature that is supposed to attain for the engine to be efficient early. So the best way out, if you cancel a check light to stay come on, so you are supposed to fix the thermostat back. If the thermostat is bad, get the right replacement. That's the only way you can get a check light off because what's happening is that if you should run a diagnostic on the car now, it will tell you that the cooling efficiency is below threshold. Or sometimes the temperature is not right. So get a thermostat back on the car. Then the temp you can uh, set off the, the, the check light can go off. All right. So don't, don't, don't take a part that has already been built on out. Yeah, because it costs a lot of money. If you look at the design thermostat, it's a serious engineering work. Oh. Yeah. It's not ordinary thing, it's a serious one because you are, you are paid for it. It's part of the cost. And that's a purpose there. So it doesn't cause overheating. There you have it. Um, hi, Osei Kwame. Please, I have a 2012 Elantra. I sometimes experience hardship in my gear. I have changed my ATF but still persists, and I changed my fan recently, and I experience vibration whenever the fan comes on. What could be the problem? Well, there are two things. The vibration on the fan, check the fan. Either the fan is not properly secured on the radiator, or the fan itself, there's a bearing in it, the bearing is weak. So as, as the fan comes on, the, the blades shake. For the hard shifting, it's automatic or manual. If it's automatic, well, and then you see hard shifting, I don't know. It means that you have to press more before you shift. It is possible that if the coolant, if the, uh, the ATF transmission fuel level is not right, it's, it's low, it can happen. If the fuel level uh, is, uh, the fluid is deteriorated, it can happen. If any of the clutches within the transmission is going bad, it can happen. Even sometimes, even the, the control board, so I don't know whether it's having a shifting shock or, or I don't actually understand this question very well. But we talk about delay shifting. They can either be ATF level, ATF quality, valve body. There are some valves. There are some okay, shifting. Okay, so yeah. let's just say you change the the ATF, and it's still persisting. So it's still persisting. It could yeah, be the, the level. It could be the level or the quality of the ATF you are putting. Quality of the ATF you are putting inside, or sometimes inside the uh, con, uh, the transmission itself, the 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 clutches have a problem and then the the what to call the valve body where all the solenoids are to cause the shifting they also have a problem can happen the control board can also be 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 a, be a suspect because that's what's supposed to cause the valve body to open for it to work so it needs to be looked at diagnosed properly and then sorted out all right so yes there you have it uh, good afternoon my name is emmanuel i have a 2010 corolla uh, toyota corolla 
Uh, between January and May, I refueled uh, my gas three times. A. In seeking a second opinion, the technician said the motor was leaking and I needed to it needed to be replaced. Uh, we bought the motor last two weeks, but as of today, the gas is finished again. Yeah. Leaking holes yes, have I, not I, been detected. I'm sorry. Micro, very <laughs> micro. <laughs> it, it could be, it, you see, uh, once you had the gas going out, it means there's a leakage. Yeah. And the leakage can come from anywhere. Evaporator can leak. Condenser can leak. Compressor can leak. You know, compressor is leaking. The guys should have seen it because there, there are signs that you can see. Yeah. And also the horses that you have there. It's yeah. a complete system. What it means is that they are not able to identify the leakage properly. Maybe the compressor was leaking. It could be true, but maybe there's also another leakage from another source. Yeah. So it's better for him to have a complete system check and then find out where all the leakages are and sort it out. Other than that, you can you continue having a gas escaping. All right. Uh, let me open the phone lines for you guys. Uh, today happens to be an open garage. <laughs> 0302-224959. And 0302-230075. And 0302-224959. Two two no zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five. Uh, before that phone call or yeah, let's let me connect right now. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. My name is David. Another Can you please speak up, David? Okay. I drive a two thousand and thirteen Ford Explorer. Right. Yeah, and I can't keep checking. We check the fuel pump. I'm told it's not the fuel pump. We've changed the call, we've changed the block, and the car keeps jerking. So I was wondering if I could get the gentleman's number to take my car there for an examination. What car? What make of car is it? Ford Explorer. Ford Explorer. Oh, in, engineer uh, engineer is a specialist in Toyota cars. He can, however, give you an idea of what could possibly be wrong with your car. Okay. And then, yeah, but he's a Toyota specialist, doesn't work on other brands. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, what I say is that the jacking, somebody should drive the car and identify whether the jacking is from the engine or from the transmission. Sometimes, even when the transmission is shifting, you can have a jack. I've seen some before where the transmission fluid, which was not good, when it was changed, the jacking stopped. It was happening only when the car is about to shift in a particular year. So he has changed the, the fuel pump, he has changed the plugs. But Somebody will have to check. Is there any breaking some 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 uh, cable on the on the line? I don't know. The best is to run a diagnosis on the car to cut off all the electronic systems. Because even the control board can also cause you to jack. You get me? So and the jacking. So let the technician drive the car and have a feel of the jacking. Does it happen when you are shifting up, or when you are slowing down, or something? When he is able to drive it to that point. And he knows it, then it should be easier for him to diagnose for you. You can still take the normal, you can talk about it later when I leave here. Okay. Um, let me take uh, two more phone calls and we'll answer them uh, back to back. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Hi, welcome to the show. Hello? Hello? Welcome to the show. Your name and where yeah, you're calling thank from. You, thank you. Your man there is doing very great. Thank you. Yeah, I have a Toyota Corolla, I think, 2012. Mm hmm. And I had a problem with the uh, compressor, the, the motor. You say the motor was so air conditioned. 
mm-hmm. when I took it to the repairer, he said the, the type I'm using, it will be very difficult for me to get it. So I should change it to a system. I don't know. They have back and front. Mm-hmm. And after changing it, every minute or two, when the engine is a little bit hot, you know, it comes to standstill. The engine goes off. I have to spark, you know, that kind of thing. Back and forth, back and forth. So what do you advise, please? Yeah, the advice is that let's 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 hold on <laughs> let's hold on uh let me take this one hello hello hi welcome to the show your name and where you're calling from my name is gaddafi i'm calling from Rotary. all right gaddafi what do you have please uh i have uh mitsubishi l200 mm-hmm. 2015 mode mm-hmm. and i'm having problem with uh aging uh, heat okay overheating overheating yes mm-hmm. and we uh, it costs we we he bend gasket, we change the gasket, but it's the same problem is coming again. Okay. All right. All right, so stay tuned, let's uh Yeah, the this. first one, definitely the compressor they gave him, as we said at that time, is not right for his car. Yeah. He should, should go and get the right compressor for the car and then that will be sorted out. On the man who just called from the Vata Regional about overheating, you see change the bent gasket will not cause overheating. The gasket is there. It's when you have excessive heat that will cause the gasket to burn. So when you have overheating and they change the gasket, you are not sorted out the, the problem. Okay. You are supposed to look out for the source what caused overheating. Because the excessive heat that will cause the gasket to burn. So if you just replace that gasket and they have not gone deep to get to the root of where the source of the excessive heat, yeah. it will come back. You, you get me? Yeah. So they should look out for the source. Is, is, that, is, is it that is, uh, radiator is not effective? The fan is not effective? Is it losing uh, coolant from somewhere? Or when overheated? Sometimes they even, uh, or the, water, the, 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 the water pump is also leaking. You have to look at all these things. Sometimes too, they might have seen the source of the heating, the water pump or something, and also change the uh, gasset addition. But if the cylinder head itself is warped, you still have overheating. There are instances too that when you have a system overheating, the bolt that holds the head to the engine, there are threads in that uh, engine block. So the so the threads come out. So if you don't, so if you are tightening, you will not get it properly. There's a way of doing it properly so you can you can have the bolt holding very well. So please let them get to the source. Let them get to the source of why you overheated in the first place. Change the gasket alone will not sort it out. Okay. Um, this one says, Osei Kwame, I used a 2012 Pontiac Vibe. I feel some warm air around the steering wheel when I drive. It's relatively warmer than other parts of the car, even when the air conditioner is on. What could be the problem? Sorry, I'm not too sure, but it's likely you are having some of the heat from the engine compartment coming in. So check. In case you have some insulation or some hole or some, there's a gap there, it can happen. Check it properly and see. It's likely you're having excessive heat coming from the engine into the car. That, that, is, very, that, is, that is very likely. There are also been instances. I don't know. There have been instances I've seen some where the coil was not very effective. So one cylinder was not firing well. And then you have heat coming from you while, while you shift the gear. So that caused it. There was excessive heat because the engine was not burning the fuel well. Yes, as he generated in the exhaust pipe, that's what's coming to the engine, into, into the cabin. So, you should check for other 
the engine is not working well, especially the something that's not firing well, or there's a gap around the car or the engine compartment where the heat from the engine is able to escape into the uh, car. All right. Zero five no no yeah no let me, let me, let me. <laughs> wait zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six that is a text line zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six that is a text line if you can text us text us what um your the problem is that you're facing but if you can't text and you want to call at zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine that is zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine and zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five i'll take the numbers again zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine and zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five good afternoon i use a hyundai accent 2015 i bought it brand new in 2016 um the engine's Sound started vibrating after I sent it to the mechanics, and they said uh, they used a carburetor spray to clean the throttle area. I later sent it to a dealer's, uh, that is, um, yeah, Auto Plaza, and I was advised the vibration is caused by the front exhaust, so I should change it. Another mechanic said it's not the convector because it's a new car. Can you advise, please, <laughs> George from Adenta? Before we answer that one, let me take this phone call. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Your name and where you're calling from. Yes, my name is George. You're calling from Springtest. All right, George. What do you have for us? Okay, I drive a Navara 2007 model. Um, there was a time that my car had overheating and apparently the head and the gasket were both, both condemned. Mm-hmm. After I changed these two, the car never stopped smoking. I mean, immediately <laughs> you start to press the aspirator, then a lot of thick black smoke. I've tried and tried that. I don't know. It still doesn't go. Okay. Stay on the line. I mean, not All stay right. on the line. Keep listening to the show. We're going to answer that question for you. Uh, let me take this one. Hello? Hello? Hi. Welcome to the show. Your name and where you're calling from? I'm calling from Ada. All right. What do you have for us, please? Yes. Uh, the first one. May I know if you... I'm using uh, Toyota Corolla 2010 model. Mm-hmm. And uh, any time... The, I changed the uh, uh, the fuel rather. Mm-hmm. So I imported this car. So I changed fuel to one of these uh, uh, other uh, not well like any other one. Then uh-huh. I realized the check engine light came on. So I don't know whether uh, fuel can make that light appear. Fuel quality. Then the second, uh-huh. then the second question was: uh, I have 2006 uh, Toyota Corolla. That one, when driving, sometimes you feel some kind of vibration around the exhaust pipe. I don't know if there could be any advice on that. Okay. All right. So uh, let me take this last one. Last one. <laughs> and then we can answer them one by one. Hello? Yeah, hello. Good evening. Hi, good evening. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm calling from Ashama. All right. What do you have for us? Total uh, Highlander. Toyota Highlander. On Highlander. When the force, Mm-hmm. The AC, if I put on the AC, the heat they come. The heat will come for like one hour or one hour thirty minutes before the AC will be on. Before you start, it starts cooling. Yeah, it starts cooling. One hour thirty minutes. One hour thirty minutes or one hour. Wow. Okay. 
All right. Keep listening to the show. We're going to tell you what could possibly be wrong. Let's answer them one by one. Okay, First, uh, starting with the one out here, whereby he says the exhaust is changing. And yes. Uh, 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 the Using the sp- carburetor spray to clean the throttle body shouldn't cause vibration. It's, a matter, it's just taking the dirt off. Okay. But you're going to the dealers. You have examined the car, and they are saying that the... The this thing is damaged. The converter at the front is damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they've seen it. Yeah. The other person who is saying that the car is new, so it's not damaged, I don't want to accept it because the car could be new, but I've been driven for a long time. Yeah. Also, there are also warranties. Though, that's why we are warranty even brand new car driving from factory, they are, are warranties. Mean that a new thing can also go bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, once the dealers have examined the car, I believe that they've seen it physically. And they have advised that the converter, why not try and go ahead and get them to change it for you? The way they change is not that one. You can take them on. Yes. But you cannot say that because the car is new, the converter cannot go bad. No. Other than that, you can let another person also examine the car also advise. Yeah. Because vibration, the carburetor cleaner cannot cause vibration. Okay. The next one is uh, my brother Jojo from uh, Sprinters. Jojo's case, he said he had overheating. Had the head and center head gasket replaced, but is he having smoke? If the if doing the job was being done, if the overheating that he had was very severe, it could affect the rings, it could affect a distortion in the block. So if there's a distortion in the block, what's happening is that you can lose compression. That could cause excess fuel to come. Two, in case the head they put on, if they use that or whatever it is, if the head was not properly uh, prepared. By making sure you have a ceiling valves, the valves are sealing properly, or the time is not done properly, you can also get excessive fuel coming. I don't know whether it's a, a oil fuel, a oil smoke or fuel smoke. Yeah. If the injection pump pump is not properly set, you can also have it. So you should let somebody else examine the car. It's also possible that the smoke has nothing to do with even the repair of the overheating. It could also be coincidental. So once you have excessive smoke, they should check if the smoke is coming. It's, it's a full smoke. Then you, have, you either have the timing or the engine or the injection pump or the injector. Because overheating can also cause the injector to go bad. Excessive heat can cause the injector to give out too much fuel. So you should let somebody else examine the car and help him out. All right. You are the caller. He said, uh, yes, fuel can cause check light to come on. If the fuel quality is not proper, yeah. it sometimes too, you go to a filling station, you overfill. You feel feel for I'm traveling that in feel maybe you overfilled and the house all the liquid fuel entering where it's not supposed to enter, especially the evaporative emission control system. That can also cause the check light to come on. It's also possible that the check light coming on also coincidental. And the check light coming on may also not be because of the fuel. So get a diagnosis run on the car to read the code and know exactly why the check light came on. It's to do with the fuel system it will tell you because if the fuel quality is not good. It can cause their oxygen sensor not to be read the, not to read the proper figures and therefore cause the check light to come on. All right. So get a diagnostic run on the car. Yeah. Then you can tell exactly where the fault is coming from. The exhaust pipe can vibrate if it's touching the under in case it, it runs over something and the exhaust pipe sh- should touch the under. Or there's a, a, a there's, remember exhaust pipe is suspended under the car and it's connected to connected to the engine. Yeah. So if there's any loser in the suspension under the car, that's the exhaust pipe, the way it is suspended, it is hooked to the under of the car. If there's a problem there, it can it can vibrate. If you run over something and the exhaust pipe should touch the under of the car, 
can vibrate. So check, get someone to have a physical examination of the exhaust pipe to check why you're having a vibration. Then the guy who is saying that they want to put in the AC, something takes about one hour. Well, it is strange, but it's possible. Especially the compressor is not effective. It means that you put it on, it's not, it, may, it, may, it may have to step on the accelerator for it to run for a long time to discharge more before it can feel the cooling. What, what surprised me was, <laughs> why are you sitting there after one hour? Why yeah. is it not going off? Yeah, it means that you have the AC one, it doesn't feel the cooling. I suspect that it's driving and it's speeding up. Maybe, so that's the driving is speeding up. Because you are speeding, the compressor can discharge more. But whatever it is, one hour or having the AC not coming on immediately, it's not, it's not correct. Yeah. Once you put it on, it should, it should kick and it come on. Yeah. So get a technician to examine it for you. You shouldn't sit down. I mean, put on AC one hour. I would rather put it off. If I put on AC, within two, three minutes, I don't feel it, I'll put it off. Now, to allow it to stay on to one hour, that is too much. Two minutes per hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this one says, hello, this is Nana. I've been using the 2018 uh, Sportage for almost two years and I want to change the tires. Should I swap out all the four or I can change the two front tires that are more worn. Yeah, does that mean the tires? Yeah. If some are worn and some are not worn, you don't throw away the non-worn ones, especially they're within there. They are not expired and they are still on the car. If they are worn, change the worn out ones. But examine them. If all the four are worn, change all the four. But if you have two worn and two are non-worn, you can you can buy brand new ones for either at the back or the front, and then you are ready to go. Don't throw away the one which has which is non-worn. No. Okay. Don't 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 do that. Um, I think I'll take one phone call, <laughs> just one, and then the last message, and we'll just wrap up. Hello. Okay, we lost that one. I have a Honda Accord uh, Sport 2019. When I'm driving, I hear the boot sound, but it was not like that initially. Uh, it's really new. It's coming from yeah, booth sound. Same. Yeah, I don't understand the sound. Please let somebody drive the car. A technician drive the car, hear the sound, and they help you out. Or you come back to us because I don't understand uh, the boot sound. Where the sound is coming from, I don't know. So you get your technician to drive the car, have a feel of the sound. So he can hear the sound and be able to help you where it's coming from. I can show you that solving noise or sounds on the car is one of the difficulties of the mechanic. So please don't just change things. Be sure it's properly diagnosed. Especially the, where the sound is coming from, no, not going to kill you. Make sure they identify what it is properly. Before other than that, you throw away money. Yeah, booth yeah. sound. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. Means. Is it okay? Is it the booth? Is it the back door which is making noise or something? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, back door can make noise, but uh, let that let them have a feel of it and help you out. The the final phone call. Hello. <laughs> let's let's get it. Hello. Wow, what's going oh. on? Okay. Um. This one says, good evening. Uh, my name is Jessica. The check engine signal came on my Hyundai Elantra 2008. And uh, when it was diagnosed, the result was evaporative emission system incorrect purge flow. Mm. Uh, but my mechanic is saying that nothing can be done about it. And it's not a major problem. But my head is not clear. Please. <laughs> Something must be done about it. Yeah, it can be purged. It's a purge. You know, the emission controls are staying. Sometimes you have fuel, liquid fuel going into that system. It yeah. can be purged. There's a purging area. Yeah. So if it doesn't know, get another mechanic to help you. There's a, there's a valve that you can actually open. Just take a hose, the hose, hose around the valve, take it off and allow the, 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 the trap gases to come out. So get somebody else to do it for you, please. What will happen if you remove the air conditioning air cleaner off? 
yeah, what it means is that you have a uh, dust from outside coming into, into the car. It's very simple. So if it's bad, replace it. Yeah. Because it's there to prevent dust. Remember, if you have too much dust in the car, you can have chest infections and other things. And you will die. And you will die. And that means that we, we, we want to, that hurt aspect of the air conditioner has been taken away from. So please, replace it. Thank you. All right, so that will be it for today's edition of the show. We wanted to talk about the car's cooling system, but I guess that will be next week. Since most of your questions came in, everybody has issues. They don't want issues driving their car this December, so they're trying to fix it ASAP, and it's good. But if your question wasn't answered or your message wasn't read, kindly send us an email, total.autoshow at gmail.com. And you can call engineer Jacob Mensa on 0208138. 8013. The number again is 0208138013. My name is Jose Kwame. I was in the studio with engineer Jacob Mensa of Brands Toyota. And with a lot of help from Mr. Jeffrey Sapon, we're saying adios for now. Drive safe. This has been the Auto Show, proudly sponsored by Toto Quads. You remember that one, a song? Who's the daddy master, daddy master, daddy master? Mr. Yantoji! Charlie, Papa! Papa, that your rickety car, how if it take past me? You for love your car, my guy! You see those signs, the way they're in the love bars, eh? No, if it take Bobo, I they use Total Quartz engine oil. It gets from age-resistant technology. Wait, they keep your engine younger for longer. I change engine like three times. Eh? Oh, Total Quartz engine oil. They withstand extreme temperature conditions. It enhance engine cleanliness. It protects your engine under difficult weather conditions. It reduce your maintenance costs. Wow. My guy. Total Quartz engine oil get approval from all the major vehicle manufacturers. Oh, eh? I they tell you. Tell ah. what you say. Idea. Total Quads. Keep your engine younger for longer. Can't touch this. <laughs>